Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Well, they're really fast. All right. Our young guys are unbelievably fast. Um, there's a lot of volume in our offense. There's a lot to learn. So they're learning that pretty quickly, right? Like, you know, like, oh, I need to learn all this stuff. But they're a tough group. They're physical. Really proud of a lot of them today. They out, they're out there battling through. It's hot. You know, we've been in the mornings. So it hasn't been real hot. And all of a sudden today it was hot. Um, you know, we don't practice inside. We practice outside. So um, they're, they're learning to adjust to this. I think, I think a couple of those guys, you know, might, might help us. They're going to push to help us. Uh, we have some older established guys who played a lot of football like Marcus and Billy and Fleeks and all those guys. But, um, you know, we're going to count on some of those young players. I think, I think the key in our receiver room right now is there's, there's a couple guys like Ty Hahn and Alex Bullock who are, you know, some other guys that are really, really good football players, really dependable. Like, I challenge Alex all the time. Like, you know, he's not a walk-on. He's a guy that just came here as a walk-on. He's a, he's a starting receiver, I believe. So, um, you know, the young players, you know, they're, they're fast, they're explosive, they're dynamic. They're, we're going to have an unbelievable receiving core with those guys at some point. It's just how fast they can learn this and handle the bumps and bruises of camp. Um, they're trending in the right direction, though. Let's go to that rule. Following week one of fall camp. Welcome back to Coffee and Cream alongside Robbie Lula, Andrew Rogers. Happy to have you with us as we are live from the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Uh, well, a week of the Pinnacle Bank Championship. The tournament is yet to start, yet to begin. We got when a did you put days. the shades on, Maverick? Uh, during the break. <laughs> I didn't even see it. The uh, Have you had them on the whole time? No, you had your glasses on. No, I had on. the glasses okay. on. Okay. I switched them out because the sun's starting to rise over our beautiful views out here. And so, uh, you know, I was getting a little... A little sunshine in my peripherals. You, you shocked me there. I thought I was sitting <laughs> next to somebody new. Um, no, but this actually feeds right into what I was leading to into the break. Coach Rule said Saturday, and we, we were kind of talking about Miles Farmer a little bit in that situation. And then, you know, he comes back talking about the young guys and, you know, what they could be. Um, and that's exactly what the quote was. It's see people for who they are, not what they could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he, he then went in to talk a little bit about the training staff and how the, the work that they've done and, and his nutritionists and how, how they started to look once they got to once they got to camp. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, what that quote means, and, and it, it, it has such a stronger, deeper meaning based on all the events that have transpired throughout the first week of fall mm-hmm. is not to make excuses for people. Mm-hmm. Don't project qualities on them that they don't have. Mm -hmm. Know the person. Help them get to where you want them to be. Guide them, but also know that you just can't throw up everything and expect them to be that. And third, you know, listening is 50% of this. Just being able to listen. Mm -hmm. A good coach listens. A great coach guides with understanding. Mm -hmm. You know what they are. You know where they want them to be. And then, boom, that's where you go. And, you know, that's a lot what Coach Rule kind of stands by. That's what he's about. He's about getting these players somewhere. But he's also not going to have such high expectations that are unattainable Mm -hmm. 
but he will push you to your limit. Well, it's kind of a it's kind of an interesting and seemingly conflicting dynamic there, but it, it's actually a really tough line to walk as a coach where you have to appreciate and value guys for who they are right now and still be able to see what they could be, be able to help guide them to their full potential. But those are kind of seemingly contrasting goals there because if you appreciate who someone is right now, some people may say that as, okay, well, then why do we keep talking about what I could be? Well, if you see potential in someone, that's probably Mm -hmm. a big part of why he recruited a lot of these kids to Nebraska in the first place. He appreciates who they are now, and he also appreciates who and what they can be in the future. And so that's a, it's not surprising to hear that from Matt Rule. A lot of the things that we hear him say have a, a bit of a deeper meaning, but it is a really challenging thing about coaching because a lot of coaches seemingly only care about what you can be in the future and what your ceiling is and your potential and all these things. And most of the time for most guys or whatever sport you're you're coaching, guys, girls, whoever, that until someone appreciates who and what you are right now, it's really hard to get to that future potential Mm -hmm. self, right? And I had this kid that I coached in high school that used to tell me he, he hated the word potential because that's all coaches would ever talk to him about was, oh, they, we love your potential. We love your potential. And he's like, I'm pretty good right now, too. And he was, to be fair. It was an accurate assessment of his talents. He was pretty good already. Was the ceiling higher than where he was at the point of I met him as like a sophomore? Absolutely. It certainly was. But he wanted to be appreciated both for what he could bring to the table right now because it's almost like when you always talk about potential and what you could be, what you can be two, three years down the road and never talk about who the person is right now. It seems like to that person, they won't be valuable to you until two or three years from now. Mm -hmm. And what if they never get quite to that point? Will they never be valuable to you Will they never be valuable to the program? And so that's why that balance is so important to be able to instill this confidence in who they are as people today, but also inspire them to, strive and reach for what they can be two three years down the road and we'll see how successfully matt rule is able to navigate that but even being aware of that dynamic i think is a good start well and you know i think what i really took at it uh, what i took that quote for what it was is that he's a stay in the moment guy Mm -hmm. coach rule isn't worried about what's happening three weeks four weeks three months three years four years down the road like he knows, like it's it's always in the back of your brain and, you know, no one acknowledges it, but the focus is to stay in the moment. And that's really what this is saying. It's like when you see people for who they are, you're right now. You're present. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's staying in the present. That's why every, people all the time say, no, stay in the present. Like, don't think about the future. Like, don't think about like, you know, the struggles that may come. Like, you know, if they come, they come. If they don't, they don't. And like. You know, it's hard to say because, as you said, to really open up your point, it sounds contradictory. It does. When you really hear that quote, like not what they could be like, everybody should want to be more than what they are. But why can't you just be good enough right now? Yeah. And so that's why I think staying in the moment is is such a big key takeaway here, because that's what he's doing. He's not worried about what his strong safety could be four weeks from now. He's worried about what he is right now. Well, and it's it kind of goes to this thing that I I used to say about the way Scott Frost viewed Adrian Martinez because Adrian Martinez, and we saw it last year when Adrian Martinez went to Kansas state and, and was pretty successful there before he got injured. 
was Scott Frost always seemed to be calling plays for who he thought Adrian Martinez could be rather than calling plays for who he was right then. Because if he had called plays the way Chris Kleinman and staff at Kansas State called plays for Adrian Martinez, kind of stayed within himself, didn't ask him to do too much. He was really, really effective for them before he got hurt. And there were moments of brilliance at Nebraska for Adrian Martinez. Anybody who says differently just wasn't paying attention, right? But it was the inconsistency and the mistakes and the errors and things like that. And, and the injury. And the injuries. You know, he, he had a hard time staying healthy throughout his college career, right? But when he was on the field, there were still these conflicts between, okay, he looks really good doing this, and then he makes these mistakes. And to me, a lot of it was the coaching staff saw the potential of Adrian Martinez and could never get themselves to refocus back on, okay, but what is he right now? Who is he right now as our quarterback? And obviously the results were very mixed at best. And I think that's something, you know, we, we watched the last dance together a couple of weeks ago when we were posting, right? Hey, you, just, you don't have to tell people that. One of the, <laughs> not together, together, oh, 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 oh. separately, but at the same time. Um, but one of the things that they said was Michael Jordan's greatest gift was being able to stay so focused and present in the moment because that is a huge part of being able to perform athletically is not to worry about, okay, what happens on the next play? What happens in a quarter from now? What happens in our game next week? If you're at Nebraska right now, Matt Rule said this before, you can't even be focused on, okay, what's going to happen against Minnesota? We have to worry about what happens today. Mm -hmm. And again, it's this dynamic that's really kind of conflicting with the coaching staff because the coaching staff does have to prepare for Minnesota, right? They do have to start preparing for the season and start laying all the groundwork for when they are actually playing games. But when they're at practice, when they're in the moment, when they're teaching their guys, they have to be focused entirely on today. And it's the same thing, whether you're focusing on the season or whether you're focusing on an individual player, you kind of have to balance those two things. And it's, I think it's one of the harder things to do in coaching. Now, if you, hmm, how do I put this? Okay. If you're trying to balance mm -hmm. right now, what's happening this year, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the C people for who they yeah. are, not what they could be. I'm thinking about conference realignment now. Sure. So if you're a head coach, how are you trying to worry about this year and also worry about what's happening going forward? If you are a coach sure. on the outskirts of the country, that's what I'm not like, you know, so not in Nebraska, not in Nebraska. Nebraska is pretty central to yeah. where everything is kind of coming right, right now. Like you don't have to travel as far as say Maryland has to go to Oregon for some reason. Like, how are you trying to balance like living in the present now? And also knowing like, gosh, when I recruit, it's going to be so much, it's going to be going to be so difficult for this, that, or the other. Now, maybe it doesn't affect football because sure. football is a, a once a week type yeah. of sport, but I'm just saying a coach in general. Okay, so if you're like a, a smaller sports coach, yeah, like baseball that plays twice a week or more than twice a week because yeah. you're playing series, um, you know, softball can go into that mix, volleyball even mm -hmm. that plays on a Thursday and then a Saturday, and most of the time, if you're on the road, you're trying to pair trips. Even, so if even I'm basketball at some of the smaller mm -hmm, schools that don't right. have the huge basketball budgets, yeah, right. How how are you trying to stay in the moment with your team? Yeah, so because you used to coach, and yeah. that's kind of why I'm asking. Yeah, so there's and. You know, at the level that I coached at, which, which was very small college, um, it was you're constantly dealing with not ideal circumstances. And the one thing that we would tell our guys all the time was 
control the things that you can control. Only care about the things that you can control because outside mm -hmm. of that, you're really just setting yourself up right. for failure. Sounds easier said than done, oh, though, it's, right? It's simple, but it's not easy, mm -hmm. right? It's really, really difficult, but it's a very simple concept. These are things we'll talk about with Sam McEwen coming up next. We'll also put this on hold. We will push this off till about 845, 9 o'clock. We'll get into more conference realignment talk. But the sports editor at the Omaha World Herald coming your way next.